My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. All right, let's go ahead and close out our Kansas Hour. Bring in Ryan Wallace from gopowercat.com as we do every week. And Ryan, you you went down and uh, saw two games, but you should have gone to one before the other. Uh, how many of the Wichita Northwest starters were still in by the time you got there? <laughs> well, so yeah, we we ended up going to Mays and Topeka first um, because we wanted to get uh, just two recruits kind of out of the way, see them stretch, warm up, maybe catch a quarter and spend the majority of our time at Wichita Northwest and Bishop Carroll. And uh, we ended up getting over to Wichita Northwest and uh, one of the assistant coaches that I talk with uh, for the Grizzlies kind of came down in the in the box right before halftime and said you missed it <laughs> uh I want to say I mean they were close to 50 points before halftime Dion and uh didn't really let up there was a lot of fire from the game last year where Wichita Northwest got up and uh Bishop Carroll ended up coming back on the Grizzlies and so there was a lot of there was an, a, a revenge factor for sure but uh talked with you guys on this show last week about Wichita Northwest potentially being uh, a school that you do not want to see in the 6A bracket out West. And boy, did they live up to the hype and then some. Who else in that bracket besides them is really competitive and can stay with them? Well, you know, I think going into last week, I would have told you Derby. Uh, and then Derby went up to Manhattan, you would think with some passion and revenge factor of their own, and again, got beat by Manhattan. So um, I still would say Derby, um, sp specifically from a, a skill position standpoint, I think they've got the athletes to do it. Um, but there's Manhattan that uh, is just blue collar and hard nosed um, to the point where maybe they're they have the the offensive and defensive lines to potentially wear down a Northwest a little bit. Uh, but honestly, coach, those are really the only two that come to mind that I think from what I saw last Friday night could hang with Wichita Northwest. They've got so many pieces and Dion, they are young. That is a grizzly squad that is not going anywhere. Well, and I, I will say this on, at least with the teams we know that are going out West from Kansas city, free state and Lawrence showed very well last week. Absolutely. I thought, I thought free state played fantastic. Their quarterback threw for four touchdowns, ran or uh, 367 yards and then ran for another hundred and scored two more. I mean, he had, maybe one of the best weeks that anybody's had in a while. And then Lawrence uh, just kept scoring on a late the South. Nothing was stopping them. Yeah. Um, so, th so those two teams, I, I think you're right. I think Wichita Northwest is the elite one, but uh, a Derby going to Manhattan and getting beat. I, I, it kind of goes back to what I said this time last year. I think Blue Valley Northwest broke Derby. <laughs> I, yeah. think they, I think they did. They were the first team that that's really smacked them in the mouth in the state championship game two years ago. And I, I think it's, it shows that they haven't been the same since. Um, but when you look at the stuff in Kansas city, you know, Gardner, big win Thursday night, um, free state had the other win on Thursday night. And then you look at Lawrence, uh, and then really some of the stuff that was not shocking. I think we all thought that blue Valley Southwest would win that game, but they pulled away from blue Valley. That was yeah. a close game at halftime. And then, uh, that's a program defining win. Now they, for their, for their success, they get Bishop H this week. So they've got another 
one on the list that they can mark off if they can. But that says a lot about that senior group at Blue Valley Southwest, the way they closed that game and finished that game. No doubt. We talked about it last week about that was going to be, again, kind of a barometer game for both of those programs. You know, this was the year that Southwest had a lot of pieces in place. Could they get out to the start that they wanted in week one? And they did. Blue Valley, on the other hand, has John Price. He's healthy as ever. Um, and it sounds like really struggled to get some offensive momentum um, to stop the Timberwolves, which we know can really sling it around. Um, tough test for them out of the gate, but uh, definitely a lot to be proud of if you're Southwest and a lot to work on if you're the Tigers. The other game in the EKL, two that really caught my attention, Dion, were uh, St. James hanging with Blue Valley Northwest, maybe longer than we expected them to, especially on the road. Um, and then, guys, when you face St. Thomas Aquinas in week one, I remember Blue Valley uh, former defensive coordinator Rick McNerlin used to say, you know, it, it's so hard to prepare for them in week one because that's the type of offense in that league that you're only really going to see once. So you don't want to dedicate a ton of time to it, but you also don't want to get blistered in week one. And so it's just, they're, they're a tough opponent right out of the gate. And yet here's Blue Valley West that we thought last year was kind of, kind of be their year was so senior laden, not really sure what the Jaguars had coming back. And there's Josh Korkenmeyer losing by seven points to an Aquinas team that's got a lot of firepower this year. That was a wake-up call for me that maybe the Jaguars aren't going anywhere, Dion. I had an opportunity to see Gardner Edgerton, and I can tell you that offensively and defensively, they are fundamentally very, very sound, and I think their team speed is going to hold up, and they played a great first game of the season. You see lots of teams making a lot of mistakes. They played a perfect first half. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was a that was an I think we felt that they would win that game, but you, you look at Gardner, you look at Blue Valley West, you look at Blue Valley yeah. Northwest, um, Olathe North, Olathe North. We're talking about Olathe. Olathe East is a is a much better team. They got blitzed by Olathe North, and the other thing, and this is totally not even on the football field that matters. You know what I noticed uh, from the pictures I got from Olathe North and the highlights I got from that game? Stands were packed. There was a ton mm -hmm. of orange and blue. And it looked like an Olathe North, Olathe East game from 10, 15 years ago. Sure. Um, so so I think that that says a lot about Olathe North coming out the way they did. Uh, TJ Porter only had 60 yards, but they were the important ones. He had four touchdowns. So it definitely uh, was a good one for them. So I, I think that I think that 6A on the East bracket is, is as deep this year as it's been in a long time. Yeah, and, and again, it was one of those things that we kind of previewed a little bit last week, which was – Stop me if you've heard this before, but 6A is going to be wild on the East. Yeah. And um, it's going to be wild, but I think in the past it was wild because you had you had maybe one or two that seemed like clear cuts, but you had some other kind of dark horse teams that were a couple games above 500 that we thought, okay, maybe they're still good enough or better than their record. This year I get the sense that you're going to have better records and you're going to have some slobber knockers right out of the gate. You're not going to be waiting until – week two or three in the bracket to really sort some things out. You're going to get some real good games right out of the gate. And I, I just think it's going to carry on to the point where uh, we don't, we might not be sure who comes out of the six, a East it, all the way down to the semifinals uh, until we know who comes out. We won't know. <laughs> well, in five, a mill Valley look pretty good. You know, they're missing uh, one of their best players is done for the season, which is unfortunate. Uh, 
Um, I can't remember his name. I, I need Mick Schaefer here to, to, to help me with those kind of things, but uh, uh, Drew, yeah. Um, and he, yep. And he's, so that's them, but you saw DeSoto play well. You saw Blue Valley Southwest play well. Um, so five A's is, you know, it's still Mill Valley's until someone does something different, but uh, those, those two classes are going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I've got some good games this week, of course, Aquinas and uh, Blue Valley Northwest and the Asian um, Blue Valley Southwest. So a lot of good games there, but uh, it's going to be a fun week and um, looking forward to chatting with you again next week. Thank you guys.